So with that said, we are on Collins Conversations. I always let the guests introduce themselves, let everybody know who you are, kind of what you do, and a little bit about what brought you here today. I am Tuuk Lanku. Um, right now I've been just really trying to grind out this year, making the best of it with everything going on. So, you know, I am Tuuk Lanku, hip-hop artist slash sleepless radio host, I guess you could say. Uh, really just a co-host, but um, happy to be here. It's an honor. I went with Collins Conversations. It's my name. It's an easy thing to come up with for a show. How did you come up with your stage name? Oh, wow. That's actually, that's a great first question, actually. That is a great first question. Um, it actually started in environmental science class, junior year. Mr. McLaughlin, that was my environmental science teacher. And it was actually pretty fucking crazy because me and the other Luke in the class would always be missing homeworks. So he put it on the chalkboard every week who was missing assignments like every day. And he got so tired of putting both of our names that he just flipped my initials and he put Tuke. Well, people in the class laughed, turned into a whole thing. Well, I didn't think it was anything. And then the next day, I'm walking down the hallways and be like, hey, yo, what's up, Tuke? Duke, and you know you hear that thing five times the next day and you're like wow that sucker caught on and I was looking for a rap name because I just started writing and I had no idea what to call myself and I was like well how easy is that to identify with me and nobody else is that like it, I always wanted that name where like nobody else was called that and it's funny because like Tuke is like a Canadian dildo it's like the, I didn't want to tell anybody that but I'm letting it go on here nice if you google it which I hope you don't but that's what you're gonna get that's awesome Awesome. Um, so that would have been what about sophomore year? Uh, junior year, actually. That would have, that was junior year. Gotcha. You got a line in one of your songs. Um, when you were 16, you tweeted a rap and nobody liked it. Do you remember what that tweet was? Um, actually, yeah. Yeah, I think I do. Because you also have 61.5 thousand tweets. So like, I try to go through people's shit to find those things, but I was like, I Out can't those... go through 61 thousand to find it. I'm just going to ask them about I that. I tweeted a rap in 2016 and nobody liked it. It was actually, I don't want to mess it up, I want to say it was the free mix, well the freestyle, whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, that I did to Fire Squad by J. Cole. Gotcha. And I put my all into it. I literally put my all into it, man. I wrote that bitch for like three days, <laughs> tweaked it and everything. And I put that sucker out on Twitter, had a cool video and everything. Zero <laughs> likes. <laughs> Nobody liked it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's always a great feeling where you put a lot of effort into the content. You put a lot of time and money or whatever resources into it. And you're like, yeah, I think this is going to do really well. I really like this. I think a lot of people are going <laughs> to like this. And you post it and you're kind of like, just sit there. And you're like, this should be going ding, ding, ding by now. I was and like, I'll play a Madden game. I'll let it sit. And, and then you're like, like three oh, Madden games. You're like, man. Played a whole season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so you're, you brought cans, but it's too bad you didn't bring bottles. So this is our gift that we've been giving out to the guests oh, of the show. Um, it's made by Twisted Willow Fabrications. They were an earlier episode. Be sure to check them out. Um, they're a metal fabricator out of Repeat it one more time for my... Twisted Willow Fabrications. Twisted Willow Fabrications. There you go. Um, but they, they made a bunch of these for us. Like I opened Christmas gifts. That's all right. Uh, my man. This is crazy. We have what? the Collins Conversations custom bottle opener. Stain oh, it's stainless even steel. Put the trash right here in my pocket. There you go, perfect. Um, but you can leave that outside; it won't rust, it won't bust. Throw a magnet on the back, put it on your fridge, whatever you want to do. Um, but that way, you got a little memento from being on the show. Hell yeah! 
Honestly, I really appreciate it. This is an early birthday slash Christmas gift to me. Absolutely. You said Thank your you, so much. you said your birthday's in what, ten days or so? December twenty first. I turn a quarter cent. Twenty-five. And uh, of the 25 years, um, how long have you been making music for? Is it just around high school or did you start before you started doing your, your raps and whatnot in high school? I'll say taking it seriously. So when I started taking music, like when it was more than a hobby, I should say, mm -hmm. I started probably 17 years old. Let me rephrase that. I started at 18 years old. Between 15 to 17 was when I was entertaining like, okay, I'm writing now. Mm -hmm. But I want to say since nine years old, I would, um, I would freestyle a lot. Like, I actually remember the first song I ever freestyled to was High All The Time by 50 Cent <laughs> off of Get Rich or Die Trying. And that was before I ever even been around weed. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so you just mentioned 50 Cent. Let's go with another traditional question for the music people. Um, what were some of the, not only the early influences, but current influences in your music, um, both nationally and locally? See, I could go so many different ways with this, but my influences when I first started off would be Eminem for sure. I got to give him that nod. It'd be wrong to not. I don't care what anybody thinks of Eminem now. That motherfucker still has a goat side to him. Absolutely. Nobody knows the dictionary like Eminem. Yeah, that's for damn sure. So I would say Eminem for sure on an original. And my other original, it's the first name that comes to mind, I always got to say it, Easy e Okay. just because of his bravado. I never like really copied like what he would talk about because I can't, mm -hmm. but I just loved his bravado and his braggadocia. You right. know, to use a big word there that I don't <laughs> use. But um, as far as current influences go, I got to say, look at the hat. R.I.P. Malcolm McCormick. R.I.P. Mac Miller. That's definitely the most main influence to me. I absolutely love everything that man's put out. And I would say another current influence would be Royce to 5'9". He uh, just got nominated for a Grammy, and that is such a big moment in his career. I've been a fan for his. I've been a fan of his for God knows how long. Nice. You know, what I mean, I, that was awesome <laughs> seeing him get nominated for the allegory like that. Uh, so it seems like uh, mostly East Coast and mostly kind of the Midwest scene, and then a little bit of. Uh, it's funny when anybody that says that they like Easy, I'm like, so you really just like Ice Cube since Ice Cube wrote all of this shit. <laughs> easy now, <laughs> no pun intended. No, yeah, no. Easy wasn't the Easy wasn't the writer. No, he was the performer. He he, like he, he was the entertainer. He knew how to make the delivery, make it sound good, make it look good. Well, like in Straight Outta Compton, they're like, oh, you know, uh, and that that scene where he's put the shades on mm -hmm. in the studio. And like you said, Ice Cube was like, when they told him to get the fuck out of the studio, he's like, write the song, Cube. <laughs> yeah, I did that whole thing. <laughs> get the fuck out, Cube. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, if you had to pick only one Eminem song, since you said that was your, your main influence, what is your favorite all-time Eminem song? I'm back. I murder a rhyme one word at a time. You never heard of a mind as perverted as mine. You better get rid of the nine and ain't gonna help because what good's it gonna do against a man that strangles himself? Do you remember what you ate for breakfast? Today? Yeah. That would be uh, iced coffee from McDonald's. Think, look how much longer it took you to think about what you drank this morning <laughs> for breakfast, but and you went into an entire re recital of... It's, it's funny yeah, how no. the brain works, isn't it? it ain't it? That, that, I could never forget the opening lines of that song. <laughs> I, I don't know what my number one would be on that one. I'd have to pick from something from Infinite, though. From Infinite? Wow, that's that's going back. Yeah, like the, the original days, like before he was angry, like still broke, but like <laughs> a, a lot of those songs, you're just like, wow, this dude is like, 
like is before there was any massive production like that was like the most real Eminem that we ever got I think yeah Marshall Mathers LP one Eminem though I'm back the way I am I mean all yeah. those songs just ugh, crazy yeah I'm the same way they're like even like, um oh bitch please too I mean they're they're all, they're all yeah there's a reason why he's one of the most top-selling artists and all, all of the above what made you want to pick rap over any other genre mm. what made me want to pick rap i would definitely say that it was the easiest way i could express myself since like even like eight, like even when i was just listening to music and i would play it loud enough for other people to hear it even if it was just in my bedroom and my parents are having friends over mm -hmm. i wanted people i was that guy i yeah. wanted people to hear what i'm playing right so that's kind of how i express myself you know when Everybody out there is listening to the good old rock and roll, which of course I love. I'm back there playing Get Rich or Die Trying and MLP, <laughs> just making sure everybody can hear it. That's awesome. And you know what made me get into rap was just really being able to express myself with just what I learned, not, in, not only in school, but just trying it myself. I've always been a poet at heart, really. Right. I don't want to sound too corny or cliche, <laughs> but I've always been a poet at heart. Now, poets throughout history, I mean, have been very popular in all cultures and just the way to make it seem masculine and not like you're a punk bitch in, in American culture. Like, we're going to call it a rapper now. I, fun fact, actually, I want to release right now. Uh, one of the upcoming songs that I have is called The Blonde Edgar Allan Poe. And it's called the Blonde Egger Allen, but left out the Poe just because that's a little bit too long for the name. Right? <laughs> um, let's go into uh, part of getting on the show. You have to submit a video and have people get video questions and text questions. And we like to use as many of those as possible. And before I start taking some, let's use a couple things from the Internet. Oh um, let's go with so looking forward to it. Some underscore big underscore guy wants to know. Who are your favorite early top 90s hip-hop artists? And he didn't put an S, so you actually have to pick one. All right. I only have to pick one. 90s influence, my most 90s, like, favorite artist. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for my favorite 90s artist, I'm going to go back to the influence I just said. Easy e is definitely right up there. To throw another name out there, though, I cannot not say... Notorious, B.I.G., Biggie Smalls, mm -hmm. absolute legend, wordplay guru of the highest caliber. And for a third, though, just to throw it in there, because I can't leave him out, <laughs> the old dirty bastard ODB. Nice. I have to throw him in there. Cheers to ODB. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then let's take another one from the same uh, submission that we had. Petter videos oh peter vitovic peter vitovic peter vitovic my man there we go so for peter vitovic wants to know um how long have you been rapping we already covered but what i want to know from his question is what does the process look like and what are your um not only music inspirations but i want to add on to his questions like what type of life motivators or those type of things do you use to include into your music style and and strategies mm. Those are two great questions. I'm going to have to have you rephrase the second one once I cover the first. We'll see how good I do on that. But <laughs> um, as far as covering how my music process is, I would say that it definitely starts, it always starts from an angle of like, I have to want to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just think I want to do it. I have to want to do it. Right. So like I'll hear a certain beat and it could be off of like new Kid Cudi album, for example. 
and I'll hear that beat and I'm like, okay, wait, I want to do this, but not to that beat. So I try to create something new. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, it always starts with the writing. To cover the question, it most always starts with, I thought of something during the day and I'm gotten home and it's that time and bam, mm -hmm. it, it, I, I try to let the magic come to me. And for the second part of, of that question, which was... Uh, what's not not only music influences, but what type of life in influences or life experiences do you kind of include into your rap style or your music pr production? I would say I'm influenced a lot by movies. Um, that's something alternative that I'm influenced a lot by. Mm -hmm. Like when I whenever I'm watching Tarantino, that's when I write my fucking gold. You know, I'll put in Hateful Eight, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it seems like I'm just thinking of raps the whole damn time I'm watching the movie. I don't nice. even know how it happens. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm very influenced by movies. I'm also, uh, as far as gathering inspirations like that, that are outside sources, uh, my dad's one, big mm -hmm. one. I'd say my mom, too. You know, they push me. Absolutely. They tell me to tackle anything you want, go for it, because they know I can do it, because when I set my mind to it, I don't quit. <laughs> Uh, I could say the same thing about my girlfriend as well. So, awesome. And uh, if you couldn't make music, or just one day you just woke up and just had no uh, create creativity, what would you replace that outlet that you use music for with? If I had, if I just one day up and said, "Hey, I'm not feeling the music. I want to do something else." What would that outlet be? Exactly. That outlet would be script writing. Okay. I would try to tackle writing scripts for movies, screenplays more. Actually, let me say that. I'd rather write a screenplay rather more than write the script. Okay. That makes like, sense. I feel like the screenplay gets underrated compared to the writing, but it's the screenplay that really grabs you. W would you rather do the screenplay or would you rather somebody come to you with a movie and they want you to score it? I would have to be very picky because of how much I cherish a good score, so mm -hmm. to speak, good scoring on a film like that. I would feel very, I would feel very overwhelmed if I really appreciated the film, so to speak. Like if Tarantino came to me on the tenth movie and said, "I need a soundtrack," I'm gonna forget about everything I'm working on just so <laughs> I can give my fucking all to that. <laughs> Absolutely, as as should anybody. Um, what about music videos? It's you've done a few. Um, it was what the home studio, I think that was your most uh, home like, studio. Like, and uh, Tuke is like. Those are my two music videos. Everything else you've kind of just done, like the kind of the, the still motion kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, a little bit of animated. Like I did uh, Little Lover Boy was Dragon Ball Z. Um, NBA Freestyle was just like a... The logo with the backboard. Yeah, or... yeah, just that. And um, how, do you, how do you know, knowing that you want to do m movies and visuals and things, how do you know if a song is going to be a good one for a video or just an audio release? Ooh, definitely. Uh, if it, the way I try to base on if a song is going to be good for a video or not, I try to go off of like what was my image, what was I thinking of when making the song. Mm -hmm. So like when I think of Tuke, is like it's real quick. You know, I want you to know what I'm like, what I'm doing in the video, kind of who I am. Mm -hmm. Try to do that as best as I can with what I can. And I feel like I got that across. So then home studio was like, all right, we got the home studio set up. Like I have something in mind with it. With right. a song like Jalapeno, I can't think of a video for Jalapeno, mm -hmm. you know, because I wasn't thinking of anything like that in mind. I was really just writing. I wasn't picturing anything. That makes sense.
Jalapeno, that was the one that uh, you got the beat from uh, the Wiz Khalifa people, right? The Tree J TV? Yeah, Ma Max Guy too. yeah, Tree J TV. How, how did that happen? You just kept sending him a bunch of DMs and was like, hey, man, I want to make a song to the beat. Or if, <laughs> if, if another artist, how, how would another artist approach somebody that might seem Ooh. unattainable like that? Um, how did you make that connection happen? Thank you so much for that question because I would honestly love to tell people that. Best way to go about getting someone's attention is do not stop emailing them. And why I say this is I know a lot of people would say, oh, well, I don't want to annoy the guy. The guy's already annoyed. <laughs> you know, he already right? gets 5, 10, 15, 20,000 emails a day. Your email that comes every four days doesn't piss him off. Right. It just increases your chances that he might see it. Mm -hmm. And I sent that motherfucker, I don't want to call him that because I love him, <laughs> but I sent him DMs and emails for like two and a half years. And he finally got back to me and was like, what's your budget? And I didn't even have the money at the time. Right. I just threw out a budget and was like a hundred dollars. Right. And bam, you know, like he he can work with that, mm -hmm. and he he's very great with that because he has so many different beats. Like mm -hmm. he just be making ten a day and has them laying around. You know? <laughs> so like he'll send you them, see what you think. Nice. But yeah, you know, just don't stop. Don't think you're corny for reaching out. Is mm -hmm. what I want to tell people when it comes to that. I mean, when that comes to a feature or even getting a beat. Right. You know, like Mick Jenkins. You know, he just. Somebody like that, just keep getting back at them. Just keep emailing them. <clears throat> I, I would only also add kind of not, not just send a message of, hey, look at me, hey, look at me, kind of play the game of leave some comments, kind of go through and build the relationship instead of just like, yeah, hey, you know, hey, I'm looking for a feature. Hey, I'm looking for a cheap beat. Not, not just like spamming, but no. you want to kind of say, hey, you know, I, I respect what you do. Like, it, get back to me when you can. I love to work together. Actually, yeah, let me, if you don't mind, I'll elaborate on that for a second too. To, yeah, to go back to what I was saying, I agree 100%. Right, yeah, you, you know, don't, you don't want to sound like you're just doing it just to get it. Yeah, you don't want it the cold call. It wants to come call. from an organic place. Yeah, you don't want to be the cold caller of like, hey, 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 look at me, look at me, look at me. You want to be instead like, hey, you're doing great, you're doing great, you're doing great. Hey, yeah. can I, then can I get a favor? Yeah, you know, you want to do it. To, that's why I dropped to, for example here, I name dropped Mick Jenkins. Right. That's somebody that I wanted to reach out to forever because I've been listening to him since 2014 with the Waters, you know, and mm -hmm. when he was on um, Free Smoke and shit, you know, like I just really wanted to get a hand in that. Right. Um, what is your buddy's name? Help me with this one. Uh, that does your vid the, uh, that did the video for Took. Uh, Give me like a letter or something I can maybe work with. Let's see uh, what we got here, ladies and gentlemen. Nicholas Fatika. That's who we're talking about. Oh, Nick Fatika. Yeah, tell me about Dude who shot uh, Home Studio. That's my bro. Yeah, Home Studio. R wrong word. Um, tell me about Nick Fatika. Tell you about Nick Fatika. Well, to start with Nick Fatika, is first out, I love you, brother. I know you're going to tune in. <laughs> uh, he shot Tuka's Like. He also did the NBA Freestyle, that mm -hmm. whole animated video. He did Home Studio as well. And fun fact about Nick Fatiga is I've known that man since we were in like first grade. Nice. We went to Catholic school together. That's a gem that a lot of people don't know. I was in there until fifth grade, the end of fifth grade. What Catholic school? Uh, St. Mary's in Painesville. St. Mary's. I don't even think it's a school now. In fact, I'm almost positive it's not a school now. That could be a good thing. We don't need too many Catholic schools around. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, that school was a son of a bitch. I got to go out to recess about 20 times out of a whole school year. <laughs> <laughs> out of a whole fucking school year. That sucks. And I got suspended on field day. That's, what that's the no fuck good. is that, man? I didn't even get to play capture the flag. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so let's talk about um, 
we went a little bit back into the past. It's been uh, Northeast Ohio your whole life? or Absolutely. And um, uh, Painesville area or move around a little bit? Oh, how did all that go? Um, I started off right on the Menor, not Chardon side, but it, it's right on the edge of Menor over by like Winking Lizard and shit. Gotcha. Yeah, I started off when I was just like one to two years, you know, just being born at two years old. Started off in a condo over there. And then we moved to the Menor Headlands, Ohio, mm -hmm. which shout out the Headlands. I love you guys to death. Um, we were there till I was about, well, actually, I remember the year. We were there until 2007. Okay. And then we moved into our new house now, and that's, that's my family's life house. You nice. Know? That's actually the home that my grandpa had when my mom was a kid. Gotcha. So it's cool to see how, like, it's all came to be that, you know, we, we live in there and inhabit it now. So it's, it's been awesome. But, yeah, I'm a mentor, mentor guy, Cleveland boy through and through. Well, this would be a fun one. Uh, the, you know Trey Smith, and we did a fun one with Trey Smith of the top three places Trey Smith would go in Lake County. We have another Lake County resident in the building. So we're going to get your take on it. So if you had, we need to pick three activities for a day of either somebody in Cleveland, I mean, or that in the area or somebody that's coming in, they're going to go to Lake County. What's the, what are we doing in the afternoon? Oh, all right. So if you're coming to Lake County, this is such an honor to even be able to answer this question. This is awesome. Uh, three places to go to in Lake County. Must go to. I'm going to say first Scooters, Scooters Doghouse, first one that comes That's uh, over by uh, Menor Headlands, right? Absolutely. And I believe we need to tell everybody that you need to have cash. I believe they don't take credit cards, right? Yeah, I don't think they take cards. But, um, but they're known for their hot dogs and oh, fries and everything the, like the that. The top dog, you go in there, that thing's got ketchup, mustard, onions, incredible. Uh, the fries, too. You can get a small fry and the thing fills up half a bag. Right. It's ginormous. Um, second, I'm going to say you need to see Frank downtown Cleveland. And Frank, is a, Frank is a Cleveland gem. This man has a hot dog vendor that he always positions himself in the best of fucking places. I kid you not. <laughs> like, you know, COVID starts taking place. He's outside the Cleveland Clinic. <laughs> Browns game on a Sunday, home game. He's outside in the lot. Like, he's everywhere you need him to be. I, awesome. I absolutely love Frank. So I would say you got to get a hot dog from Frank. It's the best hot dog you're ever going to get since we just spoke about scooters. <laughs> scooters second, Frank first. You All can't right. beat him. You can get a cold beer out of there, too. Don't tell them I said that. <laughs> but uh, for three, though, go to downtown Cleveland. I'm going to have to give you a music venue. you got to go to the Grog Shop. All right. That's uh, just Lake Coventry, County right? Yeah. But, oh, man. So we, we crossed the border in Lake County, but that's oh, all right. We did. Yeah. No, that, we that's did. all right. All right. So to go back to Lake County. Hold on. Go back to Lake County. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. I was thinking that, of the Grog right. Shop, and I was thinking of Frank. <laughs> two, two Cleveland gems. I'm sorry. But... Scooter's Doghouse, round one. The, the uh, bowling alley and arcade bowling. that's uh, in the in the Menor Mall, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, you can bowl, get a $2 beer, play some Guitar Hero. It's got everything you want. And then if you got a girl, you know, you can shop around the mall and she can convince <laughs> you to buy everything. <laughs> you know, that goes that way, too. Yeah, my stepdaughter loves round one. Uh, two years ago, I think, already, she had her birthday party there. And there's just kids playing everywhere. You got pizza. You got root beer floats flying out. I got everything we need. Absolutely. <laughs> the, uh, they got, I think it's, they even have uh, neon bowling or whatever, too, don't they? The, uh, yeah, cosmic bowling. Cosmic bowling. Um, third, though. So I said round one. said Scooter's Doghouse. Why not? Third one that comes to my mind, I'm going to say Headlands Beach. Gotcha. Headlands Beach, you know, walk on the rocks. 
watched a dude give a girl flowers on the rocks and went <laughs> terribly wrong. He asked her out. Failed completely. <laughs> That's I'm awesome. sorry if you're watching this. I'm not going to drop his name. <laughs> <But> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, so we got to the top things in Lake County. Uh, you done any traveling or anything like that? Or are you kind of just always Ohio man? Uh, I've done a little bit of traveling. When, when it comes to traveling, I went to a couple places. Uh, my girl actually got me into it. I never really was. I was always the homebody. I don't go anywhere. I stay in my basement. Right. Uh, I hide. I'm a vampire. I'm glad, I'm glad we're hosting you in a basement then. You must feel at home. Uh, I feel right at home. <laughs> <laughs> I feel right at home. Yeah, she, uh, she convinced me, though, to go to Florida. Okay. Which was the greatest vacation I probably took. That, that was insane. We went there for seven days, I believe. Where'd you guys go? Uh, we just stayed in Orlando at a hotel, but we went to Disney. Mm. And we went to each of the parks like twice. The only one we didn't go to was Animal Kingdom. She's going to love that I remembered that. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was the only one we didn't get to go to. And then uh, we went to Pittsburgh. Okay. Went to the Pirate Stadium, PNC Park. Went to Blue Slide Park. That was a lot of fun. Uh, How'd we the Pirate to, Stadium stack up against uh, Frank or uh, Scooter's Hot Dogs? I'm sure. Not, not well. <laughs> PNC did not have a Frank outside. I was disappointed. Yeah, I, I, they had some good pizza, but as yeah, no, no hot dog, man. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even think I got a. No, I did get one hot dog that day just to see if Frank was still right. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Anywhere else? We got Florida. We got Pittsburgh. Uh, let me not leave out anything. I think. Well, I did go to West Virginia, Okay. Uh, but that was very briefly. But yeah, besides traveling, oh, no, I went to, uh, I, I knew I was going to forget it. My mom would be pissed. <laughs> we went to uh, Fort Pond. Fort uh, Pond. This place out in uh, Massachusetts. It's okay. like in the sticks. So you got to go out. It's like a house every mile type of deal. Nice. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was when I was really long, uh, young, though. Gotcha. Uh, what about what about with the music career? Do you have the aspirations to kind of do like a national or international tour? Just want to be, remain a local act? Want to just do it for self-expression? What's the the long-term career idea there? As far as my projection goes, music-wise, I just want to take this thing as far as I can get it. You mm -hmm. know, I don't I don't want to be local. That's for sure. I like I said, I want to take this thing to the moon and back if I can. Right. So like when people tune in on Sleepless Radio and tell me they're from Scotland. Right. And, you know, Germany and all that. That amazes me. You know, like when I cheers to the screen, I'm like, hey, you know, I want to I see you guys soon and party with you guys soon. Drink some Heineken in Germany with you guys. <laughs> that's Heineken's awesome. from Holland. So. Right. So when I come out there, I'm drinking Heineken with every German that's a fan of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the podcast, it, uh, they get pretty good analytics. And I think it was over 20-something countries this podcast has been broadcasted in. Ain't which, that amazing? Which man? is crazy. Like, I mean, it's not doing huge numbers, but to know that you're like, oh, somebody in Ireland was listening to this, or means the, you, you know, made it all the way to Australia. Or I did the one interview uh, with a guy in Japan. That was the biggest. You mentioned how I do everything professional, which I appreciate. I completely missed an interview the one day. I had, hey, it, I had it set for two weeks in advance or whatever, and and dude called me like the day or met, sent a message the day before. It's like, hey, we're still good for 7 p.m. Blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, man, absolutely, we're we're on. Japan is, I forget if it's a day behind or a day ahead of us. Oh, so it was Zoom. So like, yeah, it was a Zoom one. Oh, and, I see how this could yeah, fuck up. Yeah, and I was... There's time difference and everything. Yeah, he, it was a whole daytime difference. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> he's there like, where the hell is he? Nighttime, I'm awake, where the hell is he? He's sleeping, you know, because it's a oh, 12-hour difference. I was like, oh, oh you, man. You can't fault yourself for that. I was, I like, I, I was like, I apologize for that, man. Like, to me, like, I was there when I thought I was supposed to be. You were... You know, actually, while, while we're talking on this, to go back to my traveling question, there was one place I left out, and I knew I was forgetting it. Where's that? Uh, this past summer, we just went to visit my girl's mom 
in um, uh, Arizona. Nice. Ar- Arizona's a fun one. Where'd you go? It was right around, I remember Flagstaff hearing that, but it was more so, it wasn't very far from Phoenix, I'll tell you that. And okay. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to catch some heat for getting it. <laughs> That's all but, right. Yeah, it was right around that general area. And it, it, it was awesome. It was hot, though. Did you make the detour up to uh, the Grand Canyon? We were going to. Uh, my wife and I were able to see the sunrise at the Grand Canyon. A lot of things like Mount Rushmore, not worth it. Just watch a documentary. The aerial footage of everything makes it look way better, way bigger than it really is. But the Grand Canyon is epic. And if you can make it for the sunrise, it, there is 100 people and you couldn't hear it. It was silent. <laughs> and you just see the sun just take over this huge canyon. Like it was, the Grand Canyon is nuts. Def- definitely something that the next time that you guys go out there, even if somebody's working, like go steal somebody's car and go check that out. Check it out. Yeah, it was only about three and a half, four hours away. Yeah, like you could you could make it there in a day. Go the night before, you know, hang out, go <laughs> ch- check out the su- sunset the one night. Wake up early, check out the sunrise. Get like a day's pass. You work it all through. It's definitely worth it. Oh yeah. Um, I have to do that. So you said you want to take it, take the career as far as you could go. Currently, what are you kind of doing to promote yourself and where can people find you and what's kind of the, the marketing and promotional philosophy behind your brand? So right now, I, I'm really trying to promote sleepless music mm-hmm. slash sleepless radio, which will turn into sleepless radio presents the faded podcast. Okay. Drop that gem here as well. Just trying to how... I was kind of talking about you earlier before we went on air. You know, you want to put your eggs in all different baskets. You know, right. you don't want to just put them into one. So I'm trying to expand on that and make Sleepless more of just music rather than to, we can maybe grow it into a production company. Like, okay. you know, just keep elevating, keep trying to take this thing to the next level. I feel, I feel like it's key to never be complacent. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something you never want to do. So, you know, I'm just trying to... Keep building the brand, keep building the music. Like, you know, I've only dropped two songs this year, mm-hmm. but that's gearing up for what I've been writing this year that's going to come out next year because I feel like this year has just been like the make it through it year if you can. <laughs> gotcha. Absolutely. Where did I see, was it Twitter, Instagram, one of them you uh, were advertising? It's uh, what, Took Tuesdays? Took Tuesday. Uh, Took Tuesday is something I started years ago. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes back to what you just said that kind of helped build the brand originally on right was like i noticed that i don't fate really just did it but i would post songs and just freestyles on tuesdays right just really to be honest how it started was it was just my usual off day right tuesday and then i was trying to put like a hashtag to it that felt cool besides just oh new hip-hop or cleveland rap so i just figured fuck it hashtag took Tuesday, which to name drop somebody that I got that from, because I don't ever like to name drop somebody I didn't get that from, was uh, Magic. Okay. J- this guy named Jason, he would start the Magic Monday. Mm-hmm. And it worked b- well for him. And I was like, well, he's got the Monday. Let me get the Tuesday. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I did took Tuesday. So, you know, I kind of was inspired off that to start took Tuesdays and then I did a project called took Tuesdays and then it was like from there it was like now I always drop on Tuesday right because if I drop on Friday like if I drop today fucking man on the moon three came out who the fuck's gonna listen to me I'm not (laughs) (laughs) he said I'm not that's funny yeah um that's something that not only musicians but almost all content creators as a marketer as a consultant pick one at least one day out of the week and make that 
something that's the same way that you know that Jeopardy was on the same channel for 35 years at 7:30 at no seven o'clock at night, channel three. You knew it was coming on. It's you know, coming like, on. you knew you, Alex Trebek. You know, absolutely, and you knew to look for Pour it. Pouring on for Trebek. <laughs> But you knew to look for it. You knew every day or every Monday or whatever show with cable, they knew you had to come and check it out. So the same way for an artist, if there's a, a million people making music, there's a music, million people making podcasts, but if every Wednesday I come out with a new episode, every Tuesday you come out with yours, <laughs> you know, you got J-Work doing a great work Wednesday every, every Wednesday. That's another one I could have mentioned, um, work Wednesdays. So, I mean, it's, it's something that... As a fan, you look forward to it. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's Tuesday, but tomorrow, J-Work's going to come out with something. Or Wednesday, we get J-Work and Collins Conversations. Like, I, mean, I don't know what people are going to do on Wednesdays look, anymore. You know, look at it right there. You know, Magic on Monday, me on Tuesday, And then if you could build Monday. that as a collective of you have the music person, you have your video person. If you could kind of get a five to seven person crew and you just, everybody shares the other person's stuff on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Europe. In a perfect world, I would love to see Cleveland do that. Right. You know, to elaborate on that, as Cleveland artists, I mean, to everybody watching that is a Cleveland artist, can we please stop letting our egos get in the way of shit? Like, you know, like, let's just I, I think a lot of Cleveland artists are... music. <laughs> Cleveland's a very, uh, very collaborative scene from what I've seen, though. Like, there's, I mean... Musicians are all can be yeah. Musicians are all going to be hard to work with because everybody's creative person and you know you're putting your heart and soul into it. Yeah, it could be hard to get collaborative. And you know when but, you're an up and coming artist too, you know the moment you see you know your tweet gets 20 likes, the other guy gets 40 likes. You want to go, motherfucker, <laughs> damn you, you stealing all my streams. No, it ain't that. Like we can all eat together. We can all Absolutely. win together. You know, let's root for each other. You know, we root for the Cleveland Browns, don't we? We no, don't we go, don't. oh fuck the Browns. <laughs> Yeah, we do. We're like we're not, we're, we've been from Cleveland long enough. We know not to root for them. <laughs> no, but <laughs> some people do that though. They're like, right. "Oh, Cleveland sucks. I'm gonna root for who's ever top place in the AFC." Right. <laughs> yeah, Cle Cleveland. When I was younger, I used to be the same. I was like, "Oh, I want to move to California or somewhere nice or warm or wherever." But the cost of living is low. There's no natural disasters. There's nothing venomous. Ain't that awesome? <laughs> like the, other other than like people. Nothing can really kill you here. You know, like, like, I might go downtown and some crackheads are going to hit me yeah, the, up for some money. The crackhead, but I don't got to worry about a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> there's no hurricane. There's no scorpions. There's just we got like, crackheads. We just we have crackheads. <laughs> but we don't got hurricanes or tornadoes. Like, we have some gangs and we have some crackheads. I can tell the crackhead no. I can't tell the F5 hurricane or the F5 tornado no. Get a job. Get a job, hurricane. <laughs> the Category 5 hurricane ain't going to comply with that. Absolutely. <laughs> So you've got a new project coming out uh, pretty soon. Yes, sir. Uh, what, do, what can you tell me? What can you tell everybody else about it? I can tell everybody that I, I don't know who maybe saw it coming. A couple people knew it just based on me saying the title a couple times in tweets. Mm -hmm. But I put out Demons last year, which was almost like an ego death thing. I started off with Demons, and that whole thing was to free it. Mm -hmm. The Angels was me trying to now flip it and say that everything that I'm doing is actually a blessing. It's not a curse on me. Mm -hmm. it, and it's how on demons I talked about the bad, and on angels I talk about how it's good. Gotcha. And I feel like that was something that I had to tackle on, but it's taken me a while to do angels, so I have a couple other projects in the work as well. Mm -hmm. I got a feature project with my one bro. I don't want to <laughs> go too much in on that because I don't want to spoil the fun and put too much hype behind it. Right. But yeah, we got Angels on the way, and then I've been flirting with the idea of a uh, debut album. 
gotcha. of some kind. Like one that's like really me giving it 110%. You're hearing about me, stories about me. Because mm -hmm. like that's something I don't usually do in music. Right. You know, I, I usually keep it to what's the bar that sounds cool. Right. But also, I guess, kind of applies to me rather than what I'm trying to do now, which is like, let me give you actually who I am. Gotcha. So, you, in other words, you're just growing up and you're ready to kind of make a grown yeah. project. You know, it's not just about what's the hottest bar anymore. Right. It's not it's trying about to how can I relate to people. Right. You're not trying to sound cool. You're trying to kind of just be introspective and throw it yeah. out there. Yeah. And that's where the Mac Miller influence came from that I was talking about earlier. Right. Because when he started off, I mean, I love Mac, but I mean, if you listen to Blue Side Park, he's really just rapping. Right. It's when you get, besides a couple tracks, but I mean, he's really just rapping. And it's like when you start getting into the divine feminine, you're like, okay, there's layers to peel back on this man. Right. This is who, like, you really get to understand him and actually learn to almost love him like he's a part of your family or friends right. almost. And I feel like that's what I'm trying to do with people. I don't want to just be the guy you go to when you want to hear a catchy bar. Right. I, th I think it's the blend of that, to put the, the real uh, raw human emotion and then find the way to polish it enough that it is that catchy bar. Yeah, that you also can go right back into it. And I really like, with, if we want to keep on the Mac Miller topic, where not only did he have the Mac Miller, the young, you know, 15, 16 Mac, then he had the, I mean, he was only, what, 27 when he died, so it's not like this 26. is going to, 26, so it's not like he's going to go along with this, but like, then he also went way off and threw Larry Lovestein and went way off and went with, uh, I always forget the name of uh, the, Delusional Times. The, I, I, I'm always like, Denomic. Yeah. Denom There's Larry like, Lovestein, oh. Delusional Thomas. I always wonder how many more personalities are out there that we just haven't figured out are him. Oh, <laughs> like okay. how many SoundCloud accounts or how many, you know, like different <laughs> names somewhere did he just... Larry Fisherman. Well, yeah, Larry Fisherman. Yeah. So, I mean, we got three, four, whatever. <laughs> but like if we could come up with that many already, knowing how many songs he's made for how many years, like how many of those are like just gems out there that nobody knows about? Oh, man, when it comes to Mac Miller, I could, t I could, we could spend three, four, five <laughs> hours talking about him. Uh, one thing I do want to say on Mac is when it came to the performance and just the energy he gave the music, he never gave you anything less than 110%. Right. I think that showed. You know, I mean, even, you know, with Circles, something that I always said about him is I never understood how Mac could, even when he passed away, you know, a couple years ago, how Circles can come out and you're still relating to everything going on now. Like, that's so rare to me. Like when I hear a song like Good News, which mm -hmm. is my top listened to song on my Apple Music replay, it's literally my number one. And when I hear Good News, it's just him telling you like, hey, it's 2020, shit's rough. Like, you know, I mean, right. I dropped that at the beginning of the year, but I mean, it's like shit's rough, but Good News is all they want to hear. Right. So it's fucking incredible to see how he can just really relate to people like that even when he's not even here it's like you know i looked up to him like i'm not even showing off <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's just you know, like we said he's, he's just showing the real emotion and because it is relatable because it's just that natural human emotion you gotta show that in the music at some point i feel like those are the artists that you can you connect the most to right you know we mentioned eminem earlier you know if you're the mad kid sitting in your room when you're eight, nine years old and want to punch a wall, <laughs> that's the shit you listen to. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like that's the shit that you're riding to every day. And you you not only feel what the song, but you now relate to the artist. So you feel like that guy's your friend and you never even met him. Right. And I feel like that's a beautiful thing. I, I totally agree. Uh, so let's see. What, what else have we not covered? We got a basic. You're 
Cleveland native, you're going to rep Lake County, you're going to go into the uh, city to do some fun things. You love hot dogs. Hot dogs are your number one food, I it sounds like. I love hot dogs. That is very true. Um, <laughs> it, it, I am a connoisseur of hot dogs. How did you feel about the hot dog in closing down? Was that the last year or two years ago over on the west side? I actually wasn't too phased by that, by the closing of, what was the restaurant called? Hot Dog Inn. Hot Dog Inn. I wasn't too phased by that one, only because there was a long wait. And if you're a hot dog connoisseur, you don't want a long wait. Like, even Sheets is almost too long. It has to be a very crafty dog for it to wait. <laughs> See, what's funny about that to me is how much, how easy would it have been for them to buy another building anywhere in that area and do the same model if somebody was, because the reason they shut down was somebody was buying the building. Oh. My, my dad has been going there for 60 years. I've been going there for 30 years. Like, it's been a staple for you know multiple generations it is a great dog but don't get me wrong but to have lines once people find out that they were closing as a business why would you not capitalize on that and open up down the street but like hey thanks for you know showing the last minute support here like the place was this fucking big you can't find that somewhere else it's crazy i do know what you mean that place was small and i think that's what hurt them is because they were short-staffed so oh, like the, you were guaranteed the, the, the real reason way. that hurt them is, is you got crackheads running the running the joint no. It, it, you know, <laughs> well, that explains the business model. Yeah, and like once <laughs> I thought about it like the that, model. I was like, oh yeah, you know what? It was the, the one who was a junkie, so he, that would explain. <laughs> He's like, fuck it, they, we got the money from the building, we're just going to retire. You know, so you're like, well, our CEO's doing smack. Uh, <laughs> this maybe ain't a good look, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So but yeah, hot dog in was a gem. Yeah, that, that was... Overall, I'll call it a gem. Especially for the chili dog. The hot dog was oh, just Oh, the fair, chili dog. Like, See, now you got my dad going. <laughs> because he was the chili dog guy. That's a staple of the chili dog. Right. I, myself, I'm just a hot dog. I don't do chili on Right. Gotcha. So, if... Uh, let's We did music. We did that. We did that. We got your new project coming. We're going to do the fans thing. I got to charge this computer. How about the uh, wrestlers question? I know we didn't get the fan video, but oh, I did see the, that in the, the comments. The, the, those, those are coming. Oh, those are coming? We'll, we'll, we'll get those um, I got at you. the back end of this. I just saw that question, and I'm so eager for it. So <laughs> we'll get there. We will get there. That's but awesome. But I am definitely excited for that. I'm sorry. I'm a WWE stand. They know I'm waiting. I <laughs> That's awesome. So um, let's go back into kind of how you're working your your passion into profits. It's kind of another segment that we like to get into. Um, what is one thing that you've learned about making music and trying to not only make it for personal release, but also making money off of your music? What's mm -hmm. something that you, you've kind of realized that you've learned that you wish you could have known previously? One thing I've learned in music that I really, really wish I knew when I first started off is learning to what works for replay value. Gotcha. That was something I had no idea how to do. Mm -hmm. So I feel like people's first impressions of me were me doing freestyles to, right. like I said earlier, Fire Squad and I'm Back and Slim Shady or I'm the Real Slim Shady and all that shit. And when I'm doing the freestyles to that, it's just like, you know, you heard the bar once, but does it make you want to replay the video on Instagram again? Right. You know, it's not like an official song. And I feel like maybe I should have really tackled and been confident in my songs that I had. Right. Rather than my freestyles over beats that people already heard because I thought people didn't want to hear me over a beat they haven't heard. Right. And that is something I would go back and change was to make my first impression not me just freestyling over beats, which is something I've done for fucking since I was nine years old. Like right. I said, so. Uh, how do you know when you want to go with uh, an original beat? Do you have any producers that you really like to work with or 
because um, I know you started out using other people's beats like you just mentioned, but yeah. um, you can't really profit off of somebody else's beats. That's why it's a free mixtape. Right. You can't, you can't so, even put it on streaming. Right. So are there any local producers that you really like their beats or anybody that uh, locally that you want to work with soon? Local producer-wise. First name that comes to my mind, we actually have an idea in mind. It's a guest that you had on your show, uh, Trey Smith. Absolutely. Uh, that is my bro. I've known him for so long, and whenever we get together, it's always a fucking blast. You never know, what's, you never know what kind of drinking's going to go on or whatever. I don't want to speak on it too much, but no. Uh, Trey, me and him got like a rock-type sample going on. I'll even tell you the band. I don't want to say the song to ruin it, but Sum 41. Okay. And I'm trying to kind of venture into almost like a uh, Tickets to Hollywood. Okay. I think is what it's called, the MGK new album. Gotcha. Um, if I fucked it up, I'm sorry. So I love Tickets MGK. to Downfall, right? Tickets to My Downfall. There you go. Tickets to My Downfall. Thank T you. Tag team. We got it. Yeah. Appreciate it, brother. <laughs> but yeah, so Trey's a uh, producer I love working with. Um, I've been working a lot with this producer named Barba Beats. Barba Beats. Tune in. I love you, Barba. Me and him did Light It Up. Okay. That was phenomenal. That went phenomenally. I think that was great. Obviously, I love staying in contact with Tree J. Okay. Um, that, that's been amazing. And I want to shout out another producer to end with. I want to say Grandpa Beats. Grandpa Beats. Grandpa, can you tell me a story? That shit's fucking <laughs> stupid when it comes to a tag. I love that beat. That's I awesome. love Grandpa Beats. Do you uh, know Blockhead Johnny? Mm -mm. Definitely check his beats out. I use a lot of his Blockhead beats. Johnny? Yeah, on uh, YouTube, it's you, Blockhead. Okay. Uh, Great rapper, great producer, makes a lot of great beats. He's always throwing things affordably. He sells on Instagram normally. Or just tap in with them directly. Let them know what sound you're looking for. Absolutely. I'll probably um, ask you, you know, once we're done, what's the app? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely link them up. And uh, we talked before on cam before we were on camera. Um, you currently don't have a website. I think we've shown you that you definitely want one and kind of put that in motion. But um, what has prevented you until this, these upcoming days that you thought you, that you didn't need your own platform, that you're okay with using social media exclusively? So what kept me from having a website, I would definitely say that I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> right? I would start with that. But before I would start with that, I would say that I'm so glad that he's actually helped me with this to give you a quick shout out there. Because a lot of people like me, so for those of you like me watching this, there are people like him, good friends, that will help you if you don't know how all that works. Because somebody like me, like I was telling him earlier, I don't know how to work a fucking iPad. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I need help on this shit because I don't know where to start. I don't even know what to look up. And when I do, I get too high and I fucking <laughs> start writing because I don't, for, I don't remember to look it up. So you got like, the YouTube thing of how to help, and then you see a beat over here. You're like, oh, there we go. I'll try this. Nope, I forgot what I was doing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then you're like, oh, new Benny the Butcher music video. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, then, you know, you get lost in that. Right, absolutely. So it's like, you know, you definitely want to make sure, though, that you are covering that. Don't just go, oh, well, I don't do that because of this. No, you got to then find that, you know, outlet or find that friend that knows what he's doing that also believes in your vision as much as you believe in his. So. Right. Yeah, I'm all about putting the right people in place and letting them do their job. Like, between when I was landscaping or marketing or musicians, like, you make music. That's what you like to do. Go make music. I like to make things on my computer, do editing and write and all that other stuff. I'm going to go do that. But if I wanted to do this, 
I'm not going to do good at that because I don't want to make music. <laughs> but if I learn a little bit of how you do things of the, or not just you, but like if I'm working with a music engineer, I'm going to be like, oh, how do you tweak the audio to make things sound more crispy? Or I, I've used this mic, that phone. <laughs> like, how can I blend the images better? Like, to learn a, enough to be able to have a conversation with people in different industries, but focus on your own shit, you waste so much less time. Like you said, kind of having little hands in baskets here and there, like, I don't know anything about sewers, but before a sewer guy comes, you better bet your ass I'm going to go research some stuff on sewers. So if he says, oh, you need to do a French drain, <laughs> that doesn't even apply to this situation. Why are you trying to get me for 10 grand? Like, you got to either have to learn how to do it yourself or pay somebody. Yeah, man. I mean, this dude hit me up and was like, oh, hey, I love that saxophone you put in that beat. Can you do it again? Right. That saxophone was literally on FL. <laughs> like, I don't know how to play the sax. Yeah, I have no drop. idea. <laughs> and this man literally typed me up like, oh, these are the notes I need you to do. And I was like, bro, I don't play a sax. That's I was awesome. like, I literally can put this shit in on my computer and I can hope it sounds like what you're looking for. Right. But I don't know what the fuck you just, you might as well have just sent me Chinese. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm reading totally. here. Absolutely. But you, you're like, all right, well, take this. I have the template for you. This is going to look like this or nothing. You know, I've got intro videos like that, like the eyeball thing that I've been putting out lately. They look fucking sweet. I can't change much of it. It's I put this into a template. I put the song. I put a title. It spits out cool shit. Now, you've you know? been killing it, man. This man's been killing it. Killing it. Uh, we got, what time to Go back real quick to end on what you were saying yeah. before you get to what you were doing. Just wanted to say, shout out Colin Can Help. You know, based on what you said about how, you know, you asked me the question about how I've kind of been working mm -hmm. with you now and I've been learning from you on how to tackle certain things that I didn't know. Just want to say literally everybody referenced Colin can help. It seriously can't help. <laughs> it's just, the name works so much better when I actually help. When I don't help, I'm like, oh, Colin tried. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Colin but tried. Colin, Colin tried. tried. <laughs> Colin didn't fuck it up too bad. <laughs> no, I appreciate to think that, who did that. Merle Haggard. It's a Merle Haggard song. So Colin tried. <laughs> Colin tried. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to make a new jingle one day. Um, what things have we not covered that you think we should cover? I think we're right about an hour, um, right around wrapping it down. We're going to do the video questions after we shut the main thing down. Um, okay. what, what did we not cover? Um, something that we maybe didn't cover. How I maybe get through my every day to day because people are a little bit maybe thrown off All right. by my uh, Snapchat. All right, let, let everybody know like the that. let let everybody know the the truth behind how you get through your day to day. Then, well, you know, everybody knows. I go on Snapchat every day and I say, I hope everybody has a blessed and wonderful day. And I put the phrase that I'm literally feeling behind it at the moment. And I put a jam behind me when I'm jamming music, I'm just smoking because every day I, I haven't missed one yet this year. <laughs> so we're almost done with the end of the year. I haven't missed a smoking video yet where I tell everybody, I hope everybody either had or is having a blessed and wonderful day. And, you know, I just, I feel like I got to clear up something. I don't get drunk all the time. I know it may be contradictory to what I'm doing here on the show, but no, I don't get drunk all the time. You gotta be able to party, have your fun, celebrate your wins, maybe sulk over your losses with a cold beer or two or three, and not, you, you know, you wanna stay in the saddle, you know, don't let it throw you off. Don't, don't not stop, you know, don't stop working. 
Right. That, that's what I want to say. You know, don't let the partying and the celebrating affect your work ethic because once it does that, then it's not okay. And then right. it ruins it. And I feel like that's very crucial is to just stay in the fucking saddle, you know, <laughs> stay on point. Right. You know, if you're a smoker, great, but don't be the guy that sits in the couch. Right. You know, bust ass, do what you got to do, whether it's music, fucking landscaping, anything. Bust your fucking ass at it because you never know where it might take you. It, it is funny how, to me how we are approaching legal days, though. As you, see, you see that uh, marijuana made it to this, the, what is it, the House or Senate or whatever. But Crazy, uh, the, the whole everybody's a lazy stoner. Not everybody's a lazy stoner. A lot of, lawyer, a, a, a lot of lawyers, a lot of high-level officials that you wouldn't ever think, you know, toke up the same way you do. They just don't put it on film. And you know what? Let me say this, too. I'm not 100% on being efficient when I'm fucked up. You know? <laughs> I, I want to say 70-30. Let me say 70-30 for everybody out there that wants me to be realistic. <laughs> I'd love to say 80-20, but 70-30 sounds a bit more realistic. Right. Because, you know, when you're, when you're smoking or whatever, you know, you might like to play a video game. Right. Maybe Madden, maybe 2K for me recently. Let me shout out and plug Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> I'm not sponsored by him, but goddamn, that's a great game. <laughs> and, and you can go on there high as fuck. Shoot some Templars with a bow. Take an axe to somebody's head. Nice. It's fun shit. <laughs> you know, you got to be able to let loose, though, too. You know, to elaborate on the bust your ass and work hard, you also got to know when to kind of almost take a step back and let yourself replenish. Right. Because if you don't recharge, then you're just going to run dry. Right. You know, that's why some nights, you know, me and my girl might go to a movie. I might go home, get drunk, listen to some CCR all night. <laughs> You know, and that might be the night, and that's okay. Right. Because the next week, it's like you're going to bust ass and be working on, you know, hey, just recharge, recharge the batteries. Yeah. You know, you don't want to run yourself dry. That work all the time thing, it sounds great on paper, <laughs> but it fucking kills you mentally. Right. And I don't recommend it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a, a nice way. You know, I'm, I'm going to wrap it right here. The way we end every interview is you're going to look dead at this camera. You get up to one minute to do what we call the digital soapbox. You get one minute to end the interview on any um, any level you want. You could be promotional, inspirational. You could just let everybody know where you're at. You could just mic drop and not use the minute. However you want to end, end the interview, you send people off your way. As they do on First We Feast, I'm looking at this camera. Bam. This camera's looking at me. Bam. I want to say that Angel's EP is dropping soon. Sequels to Demons. Of course, I'm going to make it a deluxe album because that's what everybody's doing this year. I'm going to make it Angels and Demons. I'm going to drop a song on my birthday, December 21st. I turn 25, quarter century. Have a drink on me. I want to say thank you, Colin's Conversations, for having me. Mm -hmm. Shout out, Colin can help. Amazing being on the show. Uh, I got Sleepless Radio episode 28, 29, going on episode 30 before my birthday. Don't know when this comes out, but I wanted to throw that out there. Episode 30 is approaching. Happy to have been on, blessed this whole year and just be trucking it through and working and grinding and planning for 2021 because you got to keep moving forward. Thank you for having me on the show. It has been an absolute blessing. This has been so much fun. I've looked forward to it all week. It's Big Took from the 440. I salute you, and you guys have a blessed and wonderful day always. Mm -hmm.